Welcome to the Prepaid Podcast, the only podcast on the internet dedicated to the prepaid wireless space. So in the past few episodes of the Prepaid Podcast, we've gone over a lot of issues related to unlimited plans. And of course, it's time for yet another follow-up on these. Uh, Thankfully, we have the benefit of having the first quarter results in for a lot of the unlimited companies and To say they were a success over the first quarter is quite the understatement. Now, we're basically talking about three major carriers right now. We have Leap Wireless and Metro PCS. Uh, Leap is the parent company of Cricket, and Metro PCS is obviously their own company. And they're the regional companies who do this. Uh, They don't have nationwide networks, though they do share networks now uh, for unlimited roaming for the $50 and up plans on each. So there's a more comprehensive coverage area, but there are still plenty of holes in, even in the roaming networks, even combined throughout the uh, throughout the country. So they're at a disadvantage to the third of the major prepaid unlimited carriers, which is Boost Mobile. Um, they added their unlimited plan a little, you know, in the middle of January. So almost the beginning of the quarter, but not quite. They don't have a full quarter of data, but as we'll see in a second, that wasn't exactly necessary. So right out of the gate, the first the uh, the first of them was to announce their first quarter results was Metro PCS. And as we found out, that was with good reason, because they added 684,000 subscribers. And that's a net total. That's They added more total, but they saw enough subscribers leave during the quarter that they uh, you know, they subtract them out and come up with, when all is said and done, they have 684,000 more subscribers uh, than they did at the, end of, at the end of the fourth quarter last year. That's an enormous gain. That's a gain, you know, it's one of the biggest gains, if not the biggest gain they've ever seen. So, you know, they're, they're definitely they were the first to announce because I guess they were so excited about this enormous subscriber number. Um, it was coming at a time of economic downturn, so a lot of the major carriers are uh, seeing the low ends of their additions. I know, um, you know, Verizon and AT&T are still around a million, but you know, think about how close. You know, it's basically seven hundred thousand. Think about how close they are to that million mark. You know, that we're seeing one a million, a million point two from AT&T and Verizon all the time, but now we got Metro PCS adding almost that many. Uh, you know, it, it kind of foreshadows maybe not a rapid growth, at least at this level. You, know, you wouldn't expect them to add the same amount of subscribers in the second quarter, especially when the second and third quarters are typically slower for mobile adoption. But it does speak to you know the, the state of the country almost, because people are starting to seek value, and that's what the prepaid unlimited carriers are. You know they're scrambling to provide because they see themselves not only as a prepaid carrier. You know, prepaid carriers have always had the stigma of being for low credit or people who, you know, couldn't afford the monthly payments on a phone or a number of other factors. But now, because they're unlimited, uh, they're trying to get into the landline market. Now, they're not trying to open up new landlines. But as we're seeing, a lot of, you know, a lot of people are starting to dump their landlines. And a recent study shows that, you know, sell-only households is getting really close to equaling those with landlines, and I think it's a little premature to say that. Um, you might find a, a sampling somewhere, you know, a random sampling that might show them even. But if you look across the country, I'm sure there's still an advantage to 
homes that have households versus homes that are cellular only. But the, you know, the trend is obvious. It's moving in that direction. And, uh, you know, companies like Metro PCS and Cricket are really trying to slide in there and say, look, you know, we give you unlimited calling for a decent price every month. Um, you know, it comes with unlimited, uh, you know, web and, uh, and messaging too. So this thing can really replace your landline because it's, you're not limited on minutes. You know, you're not going to, probably not going to have your, you know, Verizon 450 minute plan replace your landline because, you know, that's only 450 minutes a month and people are you're used to talking on their landlines because the calls were pretty much free. I mean, when you were talking with people, um, you might incur a long distance charge, but even those, especially with the advent of VoIP um, that many, many major phone carriers use nowadays, you're not even being charged for long distance calls anymore. So, you know, unlimited calling at home with VoIP, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but now you can eliminate that charge altogether is the argument that these uh, unlimited prepaid carriers are making. Uh, and, to, and to further that argument, uh, Metro PCS, right after they announced their... Uh, their 684,000 subscribers in the first quarter, uh, they announced a, a feature called GroupLink or GroupLine. And what this does is it creates a bond between among phones, among phone lines. Um, say you have four people in your family, a mother, father, son, daughter, you know, typical American family. What you would do is if you have all your lines through Metro PCS and you have all got these unlimited plans, what you can do then to make this even more landline-like is you can port in your home number, your, your landline number. You can dump your landline and port in your landline number, uh, not to a phone, but to their group line service. And now what that'll do is when people call your home phone number, it will ring all of the phones. And not only that, but even after the first person picks up the phone, you can conference in. You know, so when grandma's calling, uh, you know, Everyone in that family can see on their call ID. Hey, Grandma's calling. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna answer. And if you don't answer in time, you can always conference in. It gives you two extra rings after the first person answers if you wish to conference in. So, it's really an innovative way to, uh, you know, to get around one of the last hurdles uh, that separates, you know, people with cellular and people with the landline. So now you have an unlimited calling plan, which already lends itself to getting rid of your landline. But then, you know, there's two more really obstacles at that point, and one is having the common phone number uh, for everyone in the family, and you know, also the familiar number that, you know, you, you know, I think about your home phone number when you were growing up and now. You know, I don't even have my parents' phone number in my address book. It's just blink, 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 right off the top of my head. You know, it's just automatic. And, you know, for a lot of people, the landline number is automatic, and they don't want to give that up. Um, and this leads to the third issue uh, of privacy is that people don't want to port their, their home phone line into uh, their cell phone, one, because it's on telemarketing lists, and if you just get a new cell number, uh, you won't be on telemarketing list. And two, it's a privacy thing, you know? It's your personal phone. You, don't, you allow a lot more leeway with your landline than you will with your cell phone. You know, cell phone's a very personal thing. So the idea, you know, is to create or simulate the landline while still keeping the focus on the individual cell phone lines. Uh, and it looks like Metro has done a really, really good job of, uh, of trying to ease people's uh, apprehensions with getting rid of their landline and moving to a cell-only environment.
So after after we saw that uh, that Metro added a record number of customers, we uh, we got some results from the rest of the pack. Um, that was Leap Wireless. They weren't quite as impressive with their ads, but still, they had 493,000. They have fewer overall subscribers, about a million less, uh, than, than Metro PCS. So, proportionally, it's still an excellent gain for Leap. Um, they expected this. I remember talking to Greg Lund, who's their uh, manager of corporate communications uh, at CTIA, and he was just as upbeat as a guy can be. And, you know, you expect the faces of these companies to be upbeat. They have no reason not to be. You know, they're a public company. They have to answer to investors. They always want the cheeriest outlook because negative news causes pan investor panic. And we're not going to get into that whole phenomenon now because we're here to talk about phones. And so Leap did a great job of adding subscribers. And, and they're trying to play to a new trend, too. What they're doing is instead of playing to this group line thing, which I would not be surprised in the slightest to to see them... Uh, to see them make a, a similar offering in the future, they've jumped on the broadband bandwagon. And from what I've been seeing and what I've heard, they're doing pretty well with their unlimited broadband. Uh, it's just like a normal laptop broadband card, except they're seeing a lot more people using it in the house. Um, this is because, once again, they're trying to get people to replace these fixed-line uh, solutions in, or in favor of their wireless solutions. Uh, the service is relatively cheap, especially compared to the $60 or $50 or $60 offerings for the major subscribers, from the major providers. Uh, it's, 50, it's $40 uh, for them for, uh, you know, for their broadband service, and it's $35 if you already have a Cricket phone. So they're trying to, they're doing the same, they're doing the same kind of thing. Uh, as Metro is in that they're trying to capitalize on a new and different market than the typical prepaid. Uh, it kind of goes with the MO of their companies because they've been trying to do this forever rather than capturing the pay-as-you-go market as so many other carriers try to do. Uh, they went right for the unlimited, and it's always played out pretty well. They've got multiple million subscribers each. They've got excellent growth rates. Uh, and if the rumors persist and the analysis persists and they actually do combine they could pose a threat to T-Mobile eventually uh, if they can get that network extended nationwide. And then we have Boost Mobile. Now, Boost Mobile has been a name in wireless for quite a while. Uh, for the longest time, they were seen as the adolescent, post-adolescent, uh, you know, early 20-something, uh, hip urban male, uh, using the walkie-talkie uh, from Nextel's IDEN network. Uh, that was their big selling point, that sure, you know, where are you at, Boost Mobile. However... Uh, recently, what they've done is they've tried to get a more general feel. You know, they tried to scale back their edgy marketing in favor of a more general adult-focused kind of marketing scheme. And we found out in January exactly why. Because they introduced their $50 a month, and that's including taxes and fees, $50 a month unlimited plan uh, using the Nextel IDEN network. They obviously thought this would have appeal well beyond their traditional youth market, so they uh, so they decided to you know back earlier in 2008 they started to gradually switch, um, you know their logos changed from the crazy script um, you could almost call it graffiti but I don't want to go into that uh, to the logo to a more straightforward Boost Mobile here's our brand very simple very straightforward this is what we offer. 
and that, that came out in January when they said, all right, now we're open to the general public. We're no longer a youth carrier. Bring us your business. And, uh, you know, people really responded. Uh, they saw themselves an enormous uh, subscriber gain, 684,000. Uh, so they just, you know, kind of topped uh, Metro by a little bit. Oh, sorry. Um, they saw 764,000. So they topped Metro uh, by, you know, 80,000 or so. This was expected. It's a new, it's a nationwide network, which gives them a distinct advantage over uh, over their counter, their regional counterparts. It also doesn't hurt that uh, that Boost has a bigger marketing budget, uh, as we've seen, and you know you see unwronged commercials on TV all the time, uh, but you don't see as many Metro PCS or Cricket commercials. I don't see any Cricket commercials because they're not in my market, but Metro PCS has been here. They're all over the subway, uh, but so is Boost. And I've seen plenty of Boost TV TV spots, but haven't seen almost anything from Metro. So you can see that that Boost has the advantage of nationwide network, um, you know, bigger, more widely known brand name, and a, you know, a marketing dollar that stretches a bit further than their counterparts. So that's why they're doing well, and why I would really expect to see them continue doing well, uh, because as I said, it's fifty dollars right there. Uh, they had some problems. They had some problems with text messaging. It was apparently, uh, you know, the IDEN network wasn't exactly made for texts, and because of the over, you know, the, the overabundance of new customers they've had, they had some problems getting them all through the switch. People were reporting that, um, people were reporting that their text messages were arriving in bundles at like two in the morning. You know, so it wakes them up when the phone dings. And though know, they've got text messages that they were supposed to receive hours and hours and hours earlier. That they said they were working on. It was supposed to be fixed by May 7th. A thread on Howard Forum revealed that many markets saw improvements, but others it's the same old, same old. So it's unknown whether it's really been fixed, but you know, it's pretty apparent that Boost is working on it. You now trying to overcome this deficiency and you know truly offer the service that they they were out to they were they were set out to offer when they when they made their uh, initial offering of a fifty dollar unlimited plan. Now, also in the unlimited game is Virgin Mobile. Last June or last July, one of the it was end of June, early July, uh, right after we talked to uh, VP of Corporate Communications Jane Wallace on the prepaid podcast, uh, that Virgin announced. A 50, uh, an unlimited plan of their own, but they were going at it for eighty bucks, and that became a problem once you know the, the the plans of Leap and Metro popularized. And not only that, when they started to expand markets, uh, both companies added a lot a lot of markets um, between June of last year and now. So once they saw that, and once Boost came out with their fifty dollar plan, um, there wasn't much that Virgin could do except acquiesce and and reduce their plan to fifty dollars a month. And unfortunately, like unlike the other three, that doesn't include web, that doesn't include texting. So that you know they still have fifty dollar unlimited, but it's still you know a little disadvantageous for them because they don't have the extra services. So that's that's one way they've been going. Um, but it does seem like pre like unlimited prepaid and cheap unlimited prepaid uh, if you consider fifty dollars cheap. Uh, which in the realm of, of mobile for unlimited is, is it is pretty cheap. I mean, think about the the contract uh, carriers. You know, AT and T, T Mobile, they both offered hundred dollar a month unlimited voice with no extra. Well, T Mobile added text messaging, 
But, you know, AT&T and Verizon, the two largest carriers in the nation, added $100 voice unlimited plans. So, you know, it, they, you know, these carriers cut those prices in half, didn't make you sign a contract, and added all the extras. So, it, you know, it's fair to say I don't think those unlimited offerings from Verizon and AT&T or anything more than token offerings anticipating the rise in unlimited plans. Uh, but what about their prepaid offerings? Would Verizon, you know, it wouldn't make sense, it would seem, for them to cannibalize their postpaid offering by offering prepaid unlimited. But, you know, Boost did it with Sprint, and, you know, Boost was one of the only, only uh, you know, saving graces of Sprint. They're still flocking in mass to AT&T, uh, T-Mobile, and Verizon. So we saw, actually, both AT&T and Verizon uh, recently add prepaid unlimited options. Uh, AT&T's is a little bit cheaper. It, it's three dollars a day, where Verizon's is four dollars a day. But you know, there's no no extras with it. Just you know, the daily charge on days you use your phone uh, to get the unlimited calling. Now, the problem, of course, is that they're not really publicizing these. They're not making a big deal about it. They're not pushing them because they obviously want to focus on postpaid. And Verizon went as far. Uh, their CFO went as far to say that they wouldn't deal with prepaid unlimited in any way. You know. At the same time, when his company at that time, when he said it, was offering a is still and is still offering a prepaid unlimited plan, so you can tell very much that Verizon and AT and T are doing this almost out of necessity, but they're not really um, they're not really into adding uh, adding the uh, the prepaid unlimited subscribers because they'd rather keep you know a mid level contract plan than. Uh, you know, than a uh, prepaid unlimited plan. And we're going to close this out with one more prepaid provider. That's T-Mobile. Uh, they've been adding more prepaid than postpaid customers the past three quarters. Uh, and that didn't, you know, past two quarters before this. And in the first, qu or for the first quarter, that didn't change. Uh, you know, they added 60% prepaid subscribers in the first quarter. Unfortunately, that was only out of 415,000 total. So you can see that you know Leap and Cricket are both outpacing them, uh, even counting their contract services. That can't bode well for T-Mobile, who you know are stuck in the middle right now. Uh, they could they really like to see some growth. You know they got an opportunity now with Sprint losing so many customers every quarter. Uh, the T-Mobile has a chance to step up now and try to be that third carrier. There's still a large separation between them and Sprint, but. You know, they could capitalize on this, and it doesn't look like they are. It looks like the unlimited carriers are. And T-Mobile, you know, they don't yet have the the unlimited plan for the prepaid, and it seems like the way they're trending, it would behoove them to do that. But as, you know, as their main profits come from postpaid, uh, that's going to be doubtful. So that's going to about wrap it up for this edition of the prepaid podcast. Uh, we'll be back next time, hopefully with some representatives from Leap uh, Boost and and uh, Metro PCS, possibly Virgin Mobile, uh, and maybe even T-Mobile to talk about the new trends in unlimited prepaid and uh, to see where each of their customers is going to be on it. So until next month, take care.